Welcome to another episode of the Seminar Files. This is L. Hey, B. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black millennial women. Where's the lie? Hello, world. Welcome to this special edition episode of the Feminoir Files. Tavi and Chug and I wanted to come to you all and sort of debrief what happened at the Capitol last week and all the craziness that has taken place afterwards. And we all sort of have some thoughts and some feelings. I'm going to be honest. I am spent. I am drained. Yeah. Like, what are you all thoughts? I know for me, I've been like on 10, just following, and, and maybe I'm getting a little crazy about it, right? Like you guys told me I need to unplug. Because <laughs> I've been reading everything about it because it's just been so interesting. I know that I shouldn't say and have some of the thoughts that I have, and I'm praying about it. Well, I'm going to pray about it. I ain't prayed about it yet, but I am going to pray about it because I know some of my thoughts are not positive thoughts, but it's been pretty interesting and it's you know when I'm hearing these lawmakers I heard Pat Toomey's interview he's the Republican senator from Pennsylvania state that he didn't know it would get this far almost right like you know they had previous interviews of him talking about Trump and I think he thought it was a joke like we stopped thinking it was a joke when he got elected like, I don't know if anybody else kind of, I initially thought it was a joke when he was running. I've told y'all that before on this podcast. I thought it was a joke. I stopped thinking in a joke once he got elected. For Pat Toomey, it seems like he kind of, he said that it took a turn once Trump did not win that election. It has been taking a turn. Like, where have you been, sir? Yeah, I mean, but even with him when he was running and, you know, I took it for a joke, too. I was like, oh, you know, Donald Trump in a million years will never win. But this is also why I'm upset at both political parties, to be honest. Yeah. Democrats and Republicans, because Democrats, I feel like they have been super unorganized ever since Obama left the White House. So I'm like, you guys had a whole four years to get something together we got this election by the skin of our teeth and i'm very upset about that and it wasn't even sure you know we didn't get this election by democrats you know that's not why we got this election uh, right no by these other grassroots organization and y'all know i'm a big supporter of the lincoln project it was these ones that was willing to get in the weeds because they had to fight dirt with dirt the, Dem- but- the democrats had ran this Trump was but, president. Yeah, but again, we had to really go out. It was and big ups to Stacey Abrams. Like, oh my God. Like when yes. I say she came back with a vengeance. So kudos to kudos to her because had it not been for her, the outcome of this whole thing would be completely different. But back to what I was saying, I'm very upset because the Democrats have been unorganized for the past four years. And then also the Republicans for not holding this mofo accountable. Like he's been spewing hate speech ever since before he got elected. And now everybody is 
abandoning ship and they're saying, oh, he doesn't represent the Republican Party and all this stuff. And I'm like, he's been doing this. He's been showing his ass and it's been gone unchecked. And now that y'all see that he's finally incited a riot, which is what we've been trying to tell y'all ever since, you know, you gave him the microphone. Now you see the consequences of his actions and now it's just like everybody's like oh my god we have to do something he doesn't represent us yes he does he represents everything that you stood for and now the whole world really sees how racist and two-faced and and how the hypocrisy of the whole thing like i'm so upset like i slept for 13 hours today because i'm so drained and i'm so over the whole thing and I'm just like I really just want to unplug I just don't have time for it but Elle I know you have something that you want to say so I have a couple of things so super quick I'm going back a little bit so I believe that Donald Trump was nominated by the Republican Party to guarantee an easy win for Hillary what I think politicos did not realize was that America is still steeped in racism. Yep. And a lot of these, and I'm going to go ahead and say a lot of white people did not believe what black people have believed, which is that racism is still alive and well in the United States of America. And they probably thought that, oh, we are going to make Hillary and Donald complete opposites so that it will be an easy win for her. Because let's be honest, when Barack Obama won the Democratic nomination in 2008, Hillary was promised the White House in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she was promised that from both sides. And when that didn't happen, you know, it was, I think white people were floored. Black people, we've been known that this man was racist because as you said, he was spitting stupid idiocies when Barack was in office, like talking, you know, this whole birther movement. Yeah. You know, he was a big proponent of that. Also, he had an ad in the New York Times when the Central Park Five were arrested. Yep. And not only that, on the campaign trail, this fool said, I could go to New York City and stand in Times Square and shoot somebody and still get elected. And let's not forget his housing policies back in the day in New York City. That's so we're not going to forget that either. So right. Yeah, he's definitely a slumlord. Yeah. Absolutely. So the, the proof was in the pudding. And the fact that he never got checked, mm-hmm. this, is, this is what has happened. Like he has been able to say and do whatever he has wanted for the past, I don't even want to say four years, since forever. Four plus, yeah. Checked. Yeah, and he never got checked. So this is this is what happened. But this past week was officially the new start of my job. And trying to manage everything was a lot. To manage my position and to also think about the teachers in the building that I work with. And the students and the parents. And the capital is in our backyard. Like people's parents work on the hill. People live near Capitol, live on Capitol Hill. Like it was... Wednesday was crazy for me. Bed, bedlam. In multiple ways and multiple reasons. And, and I know they were calling from different cities. So I know, you know, she'll uh, represent in Maryland. Like even, you know, them kind of 
you know, trying to coordinate Maryland and Virginia officers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything to me was too late to, too late to whatever, whatever you want, whatever that thing is, right? Too little, too late. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I even think, I know I have um, a friend that is in law enforcement in Philadelphia and they got a briefing like, oh, we might have to go down there. And it's, it's just utterly ridiculous because the double standard that I saw so let me just be yes, super, let me just be super clear with y'all. Let me I probably shouldn't say this. This is no the, say it. This is the views of KB. I don't really give a shit about this whole the whole shit that happened. I'm gonna be real honest with you. I'm thankful that nobody from you know the senators and all those that could have gotten hurt. I just heard of Maxine Walters, um, her interview with Roland Martin, and she mm-hmm. feared for her life. We know that they gunning for her. So I'm Absolutely. thankful that nothing like that happened to, you know, them. I am sad for that officer because it sounds like he was actually trying to protect the Capitol, you know, he, he was officers yes. that mm-hmm. let people in the building. So mm-hmm. I am actually sad about him passing and to know that they beat him with a fire extinguisher. These blue lives matter. Not the blue lives where, matter, people. Where where were they? Our lives matter. His lives should matter, lives right? Matter, the blue lives. Y'all beat this man with a fire extinguisher? Yes. No but shame. The double standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to this double standard. Yep. And yes, we understand with the Black Lives Matter protests that were happening all across the United States, it was not always peaceful. They always started up peaceful, but we had a lot of infiltrators. And so when people try to come at us, talk about, oh, well, we have this vision and that vision. There were proven instances where people who were not a part of the Black Lives Matter were showing up to wreak havoc. Mm -hmm. But from a standpoint of going to D.C. to peacefully protest and them having riot gear. Yes. Already. I'm upset about them officers that were involved in this. They were saying that there were politicians showing their badges, walking in them doors. They had cops that were showing their badges, walking in those doors that was with those people. And here's the thing. This is America. That's a damn episode title. This is America. Everybody's acting so surprised. Why? Right. Mm -hmm. And then also, so you all know the artist Unique Jones Gibson, right? Who's our soror. Like she yes, the, the photographer. Campaign. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. campaign. Don't worry, KB. We'll we'll teach you about her. <laughs> so her father is a retired Capitol police officer, and she actually got him on, if I'm not mistaken, on Joy Reid on MSNBC this past weekend to talk about what his career was like for 20 plus years as a Capitol police officer, talking about the racism that he as a a black Capitol police officer. Yes. I think Thank I just you. heard him on another interview. I yes. think I just heard him on another interview, but go ahead. Yes. Okay. And then also even how they were told or how Capitol Police are sort of told how to prepare for certain people. For example, he talked about when Louis Farrakhan and four, not 40, but four men were coming to the Capitol and they basically were told to stop them on the steps. Five Black men in suits. Couldn't get up yep. to the Capitol. But y'all yes. left these motherfuckers with weapons, thousands of them. Because, no, because here's the thing, though. 
it was an inside job. And we saw that. We we, we sure. saw that with the video where they opened the barricades, they let them in, they were taking pictures with the quote unquote protesters. These are people who defecated in the halls of the nation's capital. Whereas black people, we gather peacefully, mind you, mm-hmm. and they have the National Guard on standby. There's all kinds of enforcement on the steps. We aren't even allowed to get as far as the steps. They made it inside of the building. People kicked up with their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. They were all in the chambers. Somebody took the podium and the microphone. And it's just like, how is this possible? Because they were allowed to. And it was planned. (laughs) Please don't be fooled. This was planned. This was months in the making. As soon as they found out that Trump lost that election, there was somebody out there with T-shirts. They had T-shirts made for this occasion. So please don't think that this was just a one-time event and it was just a bunch of people who got together and they're crazy. No, this was well thought out. And I bet you we have not seen the last of it. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen on Inauguration Day because I feel like this was just only the beginning. And to that point, it is. it was not it shouldn't have been a secret, right? Because they were putting things out. They knew, they were talking about people coming on the flights and uh, attendance is like, couldn't handle the planes because they was just so hyped up on whatever they were hyped up on. And I'm gonna say Elizabeth from Tennessee who really went from Tennessee. We found out later she was really allegedly hyped She's up. She's from Bowie, Maryland. Bowie, Maryland. They said she was doing acid back in high school. So you could tell though, she looked like she was high. And I think even just the people in the military that participated in this, uh, you know, the, the young lady that got killed, Ashley Babbitt, I think it is, mm-hmm. you know, just to even see that video where her, you can literally see her crawling in the window. Her husband didn't even accompany her to Cal- from California. He didn't come. And you hear the families of these people saying how their family members got so engrossed in these lies that were being spilled. It's a lot of blood on a lot of people's hands, but I'm going to have to tell you, I don't think they care. I don't think Trump cares. I don't think his yeah. son cares. I don't yeah. think Ted Cruz cares. Yeah. I don't think that. What's they up? absolutely don't. None of, none of these care. care. None mm-hmm. of them. He, Donald Trump is upset because these people have gone against him. He ain't talked to Mike Pence since Wednesday when he basically put the life of his second in command in jeopardy. Yeah, Mike Pence is done because, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what happened. So Trump was he fully expecting. No, Trump was in the Fifth Amendment. Trump, Trump was fully expecting Mike Pence to fold and to protect him. And when Pence buckled and was like, "No, we're not going to do that," because I love the Constitution, I want to uphold the Constitution. You are not above the Constitution. Trump lost his shit. That was it for him because he was fully expecting that if anybody was going to stand up for him, it was going to be Pence. And Pence was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, you also bring up a good point. They need to go ahead and impeach him or invoke the 25th Amendment. Everything that you said, like we need to go ahead and get him out. He needs to lose that detail that will cover him for the rest of his life. He needs to lose that 200K pension. He needs to lose all of the benefits that would be awarded to him once he gets out of office as being a former president of the United States of America. Yes, L. Absolutely. So two quick things to what you just said. They are trying to stop the 25th Amendment from being enacted. And that's why all of these secretaries are resigning. So don't think it's because people have seen the light. They ain't seen no motherfucking light 
It's because they do not want to be responsible for signing the law, the bill, whatever it is, if Mike Pence decides to invoke the 25th Amendment. Number two, regarding impeachment, and everybody's talking about, oh, by the time we take him to trial, he's not going to be in office anymore. Who the fuck cares? He still needs to be fucking impeached. Niggas need to know that their actions have consequences. I'm sorry, I'm banging on my kitchen table. Niggas need to know, and niggas are white people too, not just black folks. Thank you. Niggas need to know that their actions have consequences. And this man needs to be held responsible for the riots that he incited 10 minutes from my house last Wednesday. But here's the thing about that, though. I also think that Trump is showing his ass because he was fully expecting to win that last election because he knows that he's going to jail. Anybody else would have been under the jail by now. So I need all of these people to get together because he was able to avoid it the last time. They didn't impeach him the last time. I don't understand how they were not able to impeach him the last time, but I need him to be thrown under the jail immediately. But wait, should before KB goes, he was impeached. He was found not guilty. There's a difference. Okay, well, whatever. He was definitely guilty of everything that he was charged with. I don't know how he was able to get off of that, but I need him to be in somebody's jail. And I'm talking hard time. I don't want none of that club med foolishness where they throw all these white collar people and y'all be out there playing squash. No, I need you in penitentiary one, making sure that don't nobody stick nothing up in your booty hole. Well, sure. The way he was able to get off the last time is because he's running a cult. Let's call this shit what it is. This is a damn cult, okay? This is a political cult. That is what this is, and that is how he got off. And people who are so hungry for power feel like they have to keep his, you know, group of followers in order for them to get to their next level. So damn anybody else, anybody else that this harms, I care about my base enough that I need them to vote for me, so I'm going to keep up this shenanigan. So that's how he got that. Now, even with the um, impeachment and the, the, you know, the 25th Amendment, I'm going to just tell y'all, like, yeah, they talking real big game, but for the 25th Amendment, that's probably not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of his people from the cabinet. We're running out of time. We're running out of time. There's nobody left on the cabinet. His cabinet is dropping, so they don't have enough people from from what I'm hearing. They don't have enough people, but then it doesn't sound like Pence is going to go through with it. So, Pence, while he, for the first time in five years, did something right. He's not going to do it. He realized that he didn't have the ability or the power to overturn anything. He is going to pussy up once again because they are really fearful of this man. They are super fearful of him. And like Mary Trump has already told us about this man, he has had a hissy fit and he's not used to losing. So you, you, think about them phone calls he made to the, the Secretary of State for Georgia. This man is trying to make a deal. Sir, you can't throw out votes of people. This is not 1940 whatever when they did shit like that. But also this ain't corporate America either. The it's not for, exactly. This is not, not. This is not a business. Thank you. This is this not, a, is business. not a business. You know, we know you the top businessman. Even though your ass done lost however many millions of dollars and whatever, you still rich. I'm not. I'm gonna give that to you. This is not a business. You are running this shit like this is a business. But you yeah. know, uh-huh. everybody brought him into that office because they said he was a good businessman. Mm-hmm. So why? I'm a, that's like you telling me 
KB, you're a great speaker. But then you let me go and speak everywhere, but then tell me I need to shut up. No, 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 no. Y'all brought me in because I was a great speaker. So why can't I speak? You know <laughs> what? Because Trump represents what white people feel they should have in this country. And I shared this with you guys in a, a text message. So this guy was breaking it down about how he lived in this poor white town and how he was saying white people don't think of themselves as poor. They just think of themselves as unrealized millionaires. And he really broke it down. But to them, Trump symbolizes everything that they want to be, which is why they are so willing to follow him, regardless of the fact that the things that he's saying makes no sense. There's no logic behind it, but it's just that he represents everything that they believe that they should have. So if you aren't a rich white man and you aren't upholding those ideals, they see you as other, which is why they they hate you because you are a threat to everything that he represents. So I I really need somebody to break it down to these like I want to say they live in middle America and, you know, they were the people who used to be like your coal miners and all of that. And I'm pretty sure deep down they are good people, but it's just like, y'all got to wake up. This is not your country. It never has been your country. And I want somebody to break that down to them and be like, you do realize America was stolen from the Native Americans who were here first. You guys pushed them into the middle of oblivion. Y'all pushed them in off in the South Dakota and the Trail of Tears and all of that stuff. But you have to realize that America was built on black and brown people like dying for this land. And y'all just claim everything else so no you you don't deserve to be rich because what have you done you haven't done anything well that's why i can't call them good people i'm sorry i can't right i know some of them might be brainwashed no i I mean you think they brainwashed is that why you think that yeah i mean i feel like deep down in their heart they believe in jesus and all of that stuff but let's talk about that too because because guess what right nothing about rioting nothing about killing nobody nothing about here's the thing though yes but here's the thing though so we saw those jesus saves posters out there with those Trump flags and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm like, how do you call yourself a Christian, but you are okay with killing people who don't look like you. You are okay with oppressing people who don't look like you. Like Jesus' message was love everybody. That means love your black neighbor, love your Hispanic neighbor, love your gay neighbor, love your poor neighbor, your rich, whatever. Like everybody is supposed to receive the same amount of love and respect. It doesn't matter if you are white male female whatever everybody is deserving of love so i want somebody to break that down to me how are you a christian yet and still you are pushing all of this bullshit propaganda about you didn't get your way that's what it was these people threw a hissy fit Mm -hmm. because they didn't get their way how does that make sense temper tantrum this is the ultimate temper tantrum exactly to go along with that if you guys can check out dr howard john wesley's um sermon Mm. from January 10th Mm -hmm. that that one was it because he talked about that same thing you just mentioned yeah these Christians and these these thoughts and you know how do you think this but God ain't never said none of this you think that you you pro-life when it's in the stomach but then you okay with killing when you out the stomach like thank you it's such a double standard and it's so crazy to me that 
I, I just can't even, like, I can't even, I don't know. I agree. But that also goes into, I think, thinking of, I, I know this is taking a turn, but you all just made me think of something when you talked about, you know, essentially how extreme right conservatives, you know, are against abortion and you don't take care of the children once they get here. Yep. Like you don't believe in welfare. You don't believe in, you know, the government helping to support these parents. But the thing is, the woman knew she could not afford to have this child, but you made her have this child anyway. Wait, but let's see children in foster care. Let's talk about that though. Who are the majority of people on welfare? They don't look like us. They're white people. So you're going against the same people that you saying that you're trying to help make it make sense. I don't understand. They don't care about making sense. They don't. But should that goes back to the comment you said earlier about the Hispanic guy who lives in middle Oklahoma. Poor white people don't realize that they're poor. Or at least the people in his community. Which is amazing to me, but that has to be the case because this is a man who has been given everything. He started off rich. And there's is. nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't, I'm not going to down anybody because hell, we're all trying to build generational wealth for our children. Amen. So that right. we can pass it down. So there's nothing wrong with that. But if you've been given everything and you've never actually worked for anything and you've manipulated every single piece of your life. And I saw an interview with Mary Trump talking about he has not won anything on his own. If you listen to that phone call, the fact that you think you can call and just find me 11,000 plus votes plus one of what he needed. You really in your mind <laughs> was going to find you 11,000 whatever votes. It's amazing to me. The psychological like thought process behind that. Like, have you realized this is not your game? This is mm. not... What was that show he had? What's that stupid show he had? The Apprentice. This is not The Apprentice. Like a that's business. What he's, yes, that not. is how he has been running the country. That's what everybody wanted. Like everybody thought that, oh, you know, it's going to be live. He's going to get on here and tell us how it really is. And he's speaking the truth and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, these people believed every word that came out of his mouth despite all evidence to the contrary but that's just how ingrained that they were into believing all of this foolishness there are still people out here who will maintain that this man won the election how in 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 the federal cases that have come to the courts and they've dismissed them i think the last number i heard was 62 and only one had something so it's just like where are you getting this fraud from if everything that's coming to, and these are Republicans that are sitting in these court seats. Let's just be real clear. These are judges that are probably Republicans that were appointed by Trump that are saying no. So if they are Republicans and saying no, hell, you know, it got to be no. Thank now, if you had a whole bunch of Democrats that, you know, you could maybe fathom, oh, it's some kind of something, you know, they're conspiring against me. You can't even, how do you say that in this case? You can't. And then another thing I think is interesting also is that Mitch McConnell is going to Nancy Pelosi or is going to Joe Biden and telling him to go to House Republican or House Democrats to tell them not to go through with the impeachment. Motherfucker, what? Listen, look, 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 look in my McConnell, eyes. Absolutely not. I want to Mitch is a bitch because <laughs> Mitch is this long speech after that, that breach. 
And then you still back on the bull. Oh, well, let's not impeach him. No. And we about to impeach this motherfucker. Senator Toomey said the same thing. I think he should resign. He's saying he should happen. No, he wants to impeach. No. If Donald Trump He's never going to do that. He's never going to admit defeat. Never. Ever. That's not his personality. That is Ever. not his personality. Right. It's no. not. I think that interview that I saw with Maxine Walters, I think what one of the biggest things I want to say around that is they really did, and the people from the inside and out really did put those people's lives in danger. Like they seriously did. Absolutely. They put them people's lives in danger. And it's crazy. Listen, I want all of them to go to jail. I know that I saw a report that some Tennessee lawmakers have been raided by the FBI on Friday mm-hmm. last week, you know, their houses and their offices, because like you guys said, this was an inside job, just like Benghazi, y'all went and did all these hours of investigation for four But her hours. emails, her emails. I want them all. Five people died in this case, so let's go real hard. And these were, these were Americans that died. All this patriot talk, this is bull. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on with me. I can't stand them when they be talking about America this and America that. But y'all go and trash the big house. Y'all go and trash that. But y'all love America so. Get out of here. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. But here's the thing, though. They don't even know how to protest right. Because I'm like, okay, <laughs> y'all made it. Y'all made it inside the main building. The main, if you gonna go in, if you gonna go into any place, and do some damage, this was the spot to do it. Y'all didn't burn anything. Y'all ain't shred nothing. You didn't delete anything. What? My student loans? Gone. All that would have been wiped out. Like, what you talking No student loans. You would have been on a computer deleting that. Right. I would have been on somebody's computer like, we finna do some real damage. Credit card debt? What is that? I don't know what that is. But they didn't they didn't do anything correctly. Y'all stormed the Capitol to go in there and take some pictures and take a shit in the hallway. Help me understand. Because honestly, I think their goal was to just make sure that the vote did not happen. But they came in there with zip ties and pipe bombs. So you, some people were probably doing that, but some people might've been trying to do some real damage. Like why you got zip ties? Y'all was going to steal somebody? Y'all was going to kidnap them? What y'all was going to do? Actually, you know what? They probably were, Nancy. I mean, oh, and if that service. I mean, they, and if that was the plan, they weren't organized. They didn't even oh, get to that right. part. They were still able to, and God bless those aides who had the mental capacity to think that we need to get the votes mm-hmm. out of the building. We need to grab them yep. before we have to evacuate. Because had it not been for them, this would have been a whole different story. Like we would still be waiting inauguration would not be taking place and on the 20th. I think that's what the, I think that's what the goal was, Shug. I think but they, they didn't even get that far. So I God bless them. continue that night, though. Can I say that? Like, yes. I love that they came back. Because they could have called it a day. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love exactly. that they came back. And you I know think Mitch McConnell was talking out his behind with his little speech. Because then the next day, you don't want to impeach. You was talking about the, about the, and I still want him to talk about the officer. Now, why the president ain't had said that about the officer as of today that we were recording? Because the officer was against him. He was just doing his job. Yeah, I thought y'all like when they do their job. Girl, that just goes to show you the hypocrisy. Yeah, right. 
No, because he, he made that whole speech about you're very special and we love you to all those mofos who stormed the Capitol. Yet when Black Lives Matter and all those people are out there, please understand you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Absolutely. Don't forget that this Negro, Thank you. when he was walking to the church and tried to get his little photo op, had the police officers shoot tear gas in these people, yes. blow people down the street, just so he could stand in front of the church and hold up a Bible like goddamn Hitler. Yep. That is still unspeakable, but what can we say, and I know we want to, you know, wrap up soon, but what can we say as far as some positive? I will say that for me, I'm seeing and hoping that more people are held accountable for this. I think to let those folks out of those doors without arresting them, I still can't understand that. Like, I still can't understand that part. Now we got to go back and find them. Why do we Thank have to you. go back and find them? Because they, sh- they should have never let them out of the building in the first place. So That's now the true. FBI is posting all of this stuff about help us identify all of these people. And I'm like, no, had they been black and brown or any other ethnicity, they would not have been allowed to leave. First of all, they wouldn't have been allowed to get in. They wouldn't have been allowed to get in. Had we gotten in, they would have never let them go. So now all of these people are expressing regret and they're sorry. There was a CEO of a company who got caught out there. Oh, he's really? Lost his, yes. He has lost his job where he's talking about he expresses regret and, you know, it was just a temporary what, like, I guess insanity Lasting, or something, but all of these people, right yeah, people are losing their jobs and they Good. are seeing the consequences of their actions. However, I still don't, I'm, that doesn't make me feel better because I'm like, you know, had they looked like us, those people would be dead. It wouldn't be about losing no job. You would have been shot on sight, point blank on, and period. On sight. On sight. And I know my CEO came out with two letters, one that night and one the next day you know, condemning it again. And it's like, there's video, y'all are streaming live. Like you really thought you was gonna do this to a fact, but the fact that y'all could walk out, but here's a positive, right? Like Shook's saying, they got the FBI looking for a lot of these people. We're starting to see the arrests. It shouldn't have happened after though. The Capitol Police in LU, correct me, like that person, they were allowed to resign. Oh, the chief, yes. Yeah, so the chief of the Capitol Police oh, the chief. resigned. Okay. Yes, the police chief resigned. Um, as of January 16th and the interim chief of police for the Capitol Police officer is a black woman who graduated from Morgan State University. I mean, are we concerned that they may have, they, they put her in that position at this point? Like, why we got to go say the situation? I'm about, well, I don't know. Who no, because black women are Captain Sabaho. Okay. Thank you. Black we always save the day. We always save the goddamn day. But always. how do you feel about that? Like, are we okay with this? I'm tired. Didn't you hear me at the beginning of this say I'm tired and I'm spent? I meant that shit. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. United States of America. I don't know them, but I am them. And they probably feel just like I do. But here's the thing. She's the interim. So are they going to leave her in place? Or is this just, we're going to put a black face on it to yeah. appease the people. And then once all of this blows over, we're going to have a white man come back in over this position. You know, right now we need we need a darkie in there to make it look good right now. A darkie. You know that's what they call us. Don't play they with me. Call us dark. Thank you. <laughs> but then the thing is, too, that captain, that former captain, had a whole one-hour conversation with Maxine Walter before this even happened and assured her that they was going to have security on deck. They did none of that. 
they, they must have told them not to touch these protesters either, Absolutely. right? Because they let them walk in. Absolutely. Okay. I just think the whole thing, I want some people to be held accountable. The fact that that president said, let's go down, I'm going to come with you. He didn't come to the Capitol with y'all. Right next to the White House. I right. want all of them. I, I think all of them need to be held accountable for that situation. Absolutely. For all them crazy people, them four crazy people that died because they really thought that they was doing something great. And for that one officer who was actually doing his job and got beat to death. Oh my I God. Them, I want them all. I want them all. That's it. And that's what I'm going to see what justice is. And I love, and I don't know if y'all been watching these newscasters, they have been making a lot of comparisons to be on um, Black Lives Matter protests. As they should. And yeah. the experts are saying, we know that this would have been different. We've seen it be different for them. Like the and issue, I love it. Yeah, the issue that America has had before, what was last Wednesday? Whatever that date was, January 6th, 2021. America has never owned up to the racism that still exists mm. until that day. And we started to see it with George Floyd because everybody was at home. And we mm-hmm. saw it again on January 6th, where it's like, you cannot hide anymore, America. Mm-hmm. You can't hide and pretend that racism does not exist. You need to face it head on. You need to address it so that we can recover as a country and move forward. Everything else in the past has been very surface level. You can't do that anymore. They're mad no. because we figured out our power to vote. And, and I'm saying we as in other people, because we've mm-hmm. always understood, this group has always understood our power to vote. They are mad because black and brown people, and I'm going to say even allies, went mm-hmm. out and voted. Yeah. They get their way, like y'all said earlier. And the shift in the tide is changing and they can't have the same level of power that they have had all these centuries before. And at the end of the day, that is what they're mad about. And I love one thing that they said about Georgia. We've realized that it wasn't that Georgia was a red state. They were disenfranchised. Yes. Thank you. Because when you think about the, not the freedom writers, but when you think about how the NAACP tried to register people to vote during the civil rights movement. That's why they lynched us. That was the that was the point. Killed us because they did not want us to vote because they because we they knew they knew power in our vote and power in our voice. And also not to mention that's why they have convicted felons when they return to Mm -hmm. why a lot of can't vote for their right to vote because they know there's power in that. And they yes. have to give that power to the people. I'm sorry, we're doing civil the civil rights uh, movement. In my no, house. but I mean it. It all it all it ties together. And that's exactly what it, it is. It ties together, Shug. It, it, it ties it, together. Yeah. Why? Because guess what? If you get that prisoner that done been in that prison system and knows how they get treated, if they come yep. out and start voting for people that are talking different, your ass is out. Yep. Exactly. It is all. Listen. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. Yep. It is all together. Absolutely. Power and money. hmm Absolutely. Y'all done got me riled up. I hope I can go to sleep. I can't. <laughs> y'all. Cannot. I'm about to go watch American <laughs> God. So I, I'm happy we got all of this out, but my show is coming back. Shadow Moon. Hey, boo. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so this was a really good 
conversation. This definitely isn't the end of the conversation. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen on Inauguration Day. And if it wasn't, I knew it wasn't open to the public before, but I know it's definitely not open to the public now. So I want to see how all of this plays out. And I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, because I also have a feeling that now that this happened, there are going to be demonstrations all over America. So people, please be safe. If you don't have a gun, I, I highly suggest that now you might want to start looking into getting one just to protect yourself. Legally. Just, legally. legally. Yes, legally. Just to be on the safe side. Things are getting very crazy right now. I do think that these Trumpsters are not going to go away anytime soon especially now that we have a new administration coming into office. But well, thank I'm, you for, for listening. And Elle, I know you have something that you want to say. Just one more thing. I just want to quote this tweet that I saw last week. When McGraw-Hill does the updated textbook, they just need to make sure that they get this right. So that means that there needs to be a minority in the room. No, they don't need, well, they probably do need yes. a minority. There needs to be a minority who is writing that part of the textbook, yes. Okay. But shoot, we've already said this before. It has to be the right minority, right? Because that we have mm. one that's like, what's that, that one? Is ben Carson. We don't want no Ben Carsons. We, we don't want Stacey Dash. That attorney general that still hasn't done anything with the Breonna Taylor case. You know, we have some, and there was some in the crowd at this riot, okay? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we have to make sure it's the right person in that position. Yeah. So thank you all for joining us for this special episode. Bye.